Good evening, once again. Thank you for joining us. Without you, we cannot keep this channel alive. So we need you to subscribe, share, and like. Tell someone about us. Because we are here to help someone that is going through their struggle. Because each one of us, we do have our struggle that we go through. So we're here to help in whatever way we can. So first and foremost, just a quick word of prayer. Father, we give you thanks for all the things you have done for us in our life today. Father, we give you thanks just for waking us up. Just to give us the breath within our body, dear Lord. Touch those homeless, those who are hungry, those who don't even know where they're going to sleep tonight, dear Lord. We ask you to bless them, to guide them, show them a way out. In thy name I pray, amen. Amen. My sister. Hi. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. Today. Um, I just want you to share some of what you have been through as a child growing up in Jamaica. Oh, as a child growing up in Jamaica, I had a normal life. Um, I, I, I was born and grew with my grow um, with my mom and dad. So I had a normal childhood coming up, um, being in a Christian home. Um, however, my Christian home was like one-sided at first because my mom, side of family, they are Seventh-day Adventists. Um, so my mom has been a Seventh-day Adventist all her life. But then she married my dad. My dad wasn't a Christian any at all. I mean, not saying not any at all. He used to go to a church named Methodist, and my mom was Seventh-day Adventist. But um, I guess Methodist, their thing was different from Seventh-day Adventist because my mom, my dad was, he would drink. And the week, during the week, he didn't drink. But on the weekends, he would go out and have fun. And um, he would drink. Um, he, he didn't smoke. He didn't gamble. But he drink. Sometimes he get drunk. And um, so when he gets home, he, when he drunk, he used to say, used to use a lot of language that I wouldn't repeat. And um, my mom always prayed about it, but my mom never take tea with him. And um, he was like, when you say take tea, because a lot I of mean, people watching might okay, not understand. I'm sorry. So because my mom was a Christian, when he would use those profanities and stuff, my mom wouldn't answer. Well, I, I don't know if she has ever cried, but I've never seen her crying. But um, she used to try to be, how should I say? I think she was trying to be the homemaker, wanted to have a happy family life, I guess. So I've never seen her cry, even if she cried. But my dad used to be terrible when he drunk. When he's not, when he didn't drink, he was perfect. He was good. But um, he would go out on Friday evenings after work, I guess, and he would drink. Sometimes he comes back home drunk. I want to give you a story. One, one morning, one Sabbath morning when we wake to go to church, when we came outside, he was laying down his and like this fast asleep on the ground. So when he came to sense, he said that he came home and he thought he went to bed. So he took off his shoes, put it beside him and, you know, but um, so... My mom always prayed about it, and um, going further up, um, he would. My mom would like prepare because you know, same day Adventists, we prepare our meal from from Friday. Friday evening. Yes. 
So my mom would bake our pudding, cook our food and stuff like that for Sabbath. So after a while, my dad would be like, oh, I'm not eating any overnight food. So he wanted my mom to cook and sabbat, but, but my mom refused. So it used to be a lot of animosity between them. So I remember my mom took it to the pastor and she was talking to the pastor about it. And the pastor said, you know what? Um, I think you should prepare the meal, prepare your meal as you used to be on Friday. Get up and cook sabbat morning for him. And my mom was like... I don't want to do that, but the pastor said, yes, go ahead, get up, make his meal on Sabbath. Then eat. when my mom make breakfast, she had to go to church. When she comes back in the afternoon, she has to cook, which is not like my mom, but she used to do it. And she did that for many, 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 many years. And uh, um, they would come to like the pastors and sometimes they would come to the home. Mm -hmm. my, my dad wouldn't participate in any worship or anything. He didn't participate in no worship. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. And my mom would wake us up. This is the part I didn't like, though. I didn't like this. She used to wake us, like, early, 5 o'clock in the morning for every single morning, wow. seven days per week. Yeah, wow. she did. Because we have to have worship in the mornings. I I used to eat it as a child, trust me. So we're always sleeping. Um, my dad never joined. I never remember seeing my dad join us. I don't remember. If he did, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But he never joined us. It was just my mom and us. And my mom did that for years, years, years. And um, I don't remember how they got him to go to church because he would never come to our church. Mm -hmm. But we would visit his church. So sometimes we go to church Saturday and Sunday, Sunday. because we go to church with our mom on Sabbath. And then Sunday we go to church with him. That's sometimes because he didn't go to church all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I remember my mom used to say to him, I don't know what kind of Christian you guys are because you drink, you use all kind of language, then you go to church on Sunday. And um, I don't remember how it reached the point, but I remember my dad started coming to church. Then he finally got baptized as a Seventh-day Adventist. Wow. And yes, he did. And um, he baptized, and after he baptized, mm -hmm. he was doing the things that he was refused to do. Meal was prepared on Friday evening. <laughs> yeah, meal prepared on Friday evening. And I'm, 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 I was, I'm, I'm happy for that because my father died since 2007. But I felt good because he died as a Christian. He stopped drinking. Mm -hmm. He would never drink. He goes to church. I want to tell you, he, he was even more holy than my mom after a wow. while. Yes, he wow. was. Wow. So... I mean, in life, I have different things for my, that's for my mom and dad, for me now, for my Hold Christian on. journey. Because yes, I'm sorry. You, you, I'm you, all over the place. I'm sorry. No problem. Hey, you talk about your dad mm -hmm. and his drinking and his mom having worship. Mm -hmm. So basically what I, I'm getting from that story is mm -hmm. your mom keep showing your dad love. Yes, showing him mm -hmm. wish love 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 conquers all yes so no matter what you're you're the resistant mm -hmm. that he was putting on mm -hmm. your mother has been praying for him yes and that's what changed his life because mm -hmm. she have that communication with christ mm -hmm. but look at this as you said your dad now was even more righteous or more holy than your mom yes he was you because know? after when he started when he started coming to church and after I got baptized, because all oh, my mom used to do it on Thursdays, she used to prepare like clothes. So mm -hmm. clothes would hire and shoes clean and all those stuff on Thursdays. 
Um, if she needs to go to Port Morris, she would do that on Thursday. She never goes anywhere on Friday. On Friday, she just get up Fridays. She always says it's preparation day. So on Friday, she would do all the cooking. When after everything is over in the evening, she would come even her here from Friday. And then we always greet the Sabbath with worship. Praise God. Uh, yeah. Praise God. I'm Praise not, God. Yeah. We wish That's we wish <laughs> we wish some of our Adventist members, brothers and sisters, could be doing the same thing today. I'm trying. I'm trying to do that, but for some reason most Sabbath sometimes catch me on the street. Uh, I would love to do that because my mom, I don't remember a Friday where we didn't have worship. Every single Friday evening. And something I didn't like as a child growing up, the part I didn't like, we had to go to church Sabbath. We had to go to church Sunday night. Wednesday evening prayer service. Sabbath again, I used to eat the, um, the, the especially Wednesday night. Because I, I, I thought it was boring. I, I thought it was boring. And I, I tell you the truth, I didn't really love church that much when I was young. But um, in the beginning, I didn't really love it because I thought certain things was boring. Like, um, I used to think Sabbath school was boring. But after a while, I got it. But I've been a Christian all my life. I did a lot of stuff that's beyond. Because when I, um, after leaving home, I went to Kingston to live with my sister. And then I was going to church in the beginning. Then I gradually moved away from the church. So I, I did black backslide because I, I got baptized when I was nine. But after going to Kingston to live, um, I don't remember if I was 19, 20, but our early 20s, I I stopped going to church. I stopped doing like things, everything. You that everybody, party. Yeah, I started, started doing it. Going to but parties. I to tell, yes, I went, was going to party, but I want to tell you something. Yeah, I was going to party and doing everything that was doing that. People my age. Because you're not under your mother's roof no more. So you, you feel free yes. to do what you want to do. Yes, and I was doing it for a long time. I pierced my hairs. I relaxed my hair. I was doing everything. Friday evening, after work, jam. I was doing all of that. And um, I was working in Portman. I remember some of the girls used to say, because they called me Miss Gray, they used to say, Miss Gray, why you don't go turn Christian? Because you come party, you don't eat, you don't eat pork, you don't smoke, you don't drink alcohol. and But they never knew I was brought up as Seventh-day Adventist. So even when I was, in the, was out in the world, I never do all those things because I never do it growing up. And they, a lot of times they used to say to me, my co-workers, when we go out, why don't you go? Because when I go, for, go out, I used to drink like tea and all those stuff. And they keep saying, you need to go turn a Christian, man, because you don't do this, you don't do that. Mm, and I mm, never t- mm. I never tell them that I was <laughs> brought up a Christian. I never wow. tell them. And I was doing that for, I was out in the world for years because I ended up having two kids out of wedding. I was doing everything that wasn't right. And um, it was when I was about third, after I have my second child, I was out in the world for a number of years until I was about 36. And I... There was a crusade back same back in my hometown because I leave Kingston, go to leave St. Mary to Kingston. Yeah, mm-hmm. Then I went back to St. Mary in my 30s, back to my hometown. And then I started going back to church and stuff like that. And they had a crusade one night and I got rebaptized. And that's a couple of years now. And ever since, i still in the church. I mean, there have been a lot of challenges all because life is not always pretty. But I try to 
I try to stick with God because he's good and he's always there for me. Because I've, I've had a lot of challenges where it would have to be another time to tell all the- So, So in Jamaica, mm-hmm. um, what hardship did you go through in Jamaica and, and why did you migrate? Okay, so after, um, after I re-baptized, I mean, I was doing my own because I was working, but I had my own business. And um, I started in the, I was doing the chicken, I had a chicken farm. So I was doing um, layers. I used to supply like all the super plus in Kingston with, with eggs. And um, so I went back to the country mainly because I started that business. And then I had all those huge chicken coops. I used to have thousands of birds. And um, they used to, I, when I go to church on Sabbath, they used to steal a lot. They go and they cut the coop, they steal the eggs. And I was getting really frustrated so I used to go back and forth from America and I decided at one point I couldn't deal with it no more because my business was going down. I didn't want to go back to work with anybody. I just wanted to change a life. So I I came, I migrated to America and here I am. So migrating here, what was migration like for you? Leaving Jamaica, leaving your own business and coming here, what it is? At the beginning, it was a little hard because I was doing... Back home, I used to, most places I work, I was either supervisor or manager. And then when I came here, I had to do jobs that I never did back home. Like what kind of jobs? Well, my first job that I got was to clean offices. So I was, that's not my kind of, my kind of work, but I was doing it. And then I decided to go back to school. So I went back to STCC. I did accounting back home. So I was basically an accountant back from Jamaica. So I decided to go back to school. So I went went to STCC and I got my associate degree. And then I got a, a you could say a full, almost a full scholarship to go to AIC. Mm-hmm. So um, I, after I got my associate degree in accounting, business administration, um, accounting major, I went to AIC and then I did my bachelor's in um, business administration at AIC. And right after I finish, I decide I want to go further. So I just go back and did my master's. And I did, so I got my master's in accounting and taxation. And after I complete that, now I started my own business again. So I opened my own accounting firm where I offer... Um, various accounting work, bookkeeping, payroll, taxes, stuff. And then recently for me, um, um, for this semester now, I got a job at one of the colleges here in Springfield. So now I'm a lecturer at the college. Now I'm a adjunct, um, adjunct um, professor at the college. Nice. Yes. Nice. So that's where my journey is. So if somebody want to find you, your business um, for your for for your service, yes. Um, where can they find you? How can they contact you? Oh, um, they can just Google my company's Accounting and Tax Solution LLC, and once they Google it, they'll see Christine Lott, my phone number, and everything is on it. Okay, and they can contact you. Yes. Okay, so 
moving doing yeah you 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 migrate now from jamaica you're here mm-hmm. you 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 in college you you are at the at the college now teaching lecturing yes. <laughs> um mm-hmm. so tell me how your christian life is um you know during all all of that um trans transformation okay so what part of or, it or I should say transition. What part Tra- of it you want transition, to Transition. Like when you came to Jamaica, you were saying you were a supervisor, manager in Jamaica, and then you came here. Like what over. it was like starting over from afresh. How, how burdensome that was for you. Well, for my Christian life or personal? Both. Okay. Well, for my personal life, it was kind of hard. My Christian life, I was, I was in church and I never stopped. I mean, very rare I stopped from church. I used to be at church every Sabbath. I want to tell you, when I just came back, I was really, really close. When I just came here, I was really, 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 really close to God because I used to try to hang on to Him because, and that's what bring me through. So I go to church. I used to go to church every Sabbath. Yes, I bring you through. Try, bring you through what? Bring me through all my struggles, everything that I've gone through. Like? Uh, some of them are personal. I don't really want to open those. That's why I said I would have to be prepared for that for another time to open certain things to you. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I'm prepared for that as yet. I'm not sure I want to open some of those, but I will. I will with you another time, but not today. But I'm back on track now. So, um, yes, I always stick with the Lord and um, pray to him talk to him and he's always coming through always coming through for me i can say that okay um i know migration did you miss jamaica how how did after you leave in jamaica coming to this country how was migration for you i don't think i had missed jamaica because i was at the point where i was tired of um certain things in jamaica so I was at the point where I was ready to start over. So I no, I didn't miss. I didn't miss it. I didn't miss Jamaica. Okay. Um, your family never met your families. Well, um, I didn't stay long because I I I always go back home, back and forth, back and forth. So when I left, it wasn't like I was here for no long time. I always go back and forth. I still go back to Jamaica sometimes, two three times per year. So I didn't stay away for no time at all because I came here. Um, 2000. I was going back and forth because my daughter was born here and I was still living in Jamaica because I leave Jamaica, came here, she was born here. So I was like back and forth, back and forth till I decided to settle here. So I've been here for a couple of years because my, my daughter was born in 2006 and she was born here. Even though I was in Jamaica, I was going back and forth. So when I decided to stay, I didn't really miss and uh i've been going back and forth oh that's why you never you didn't miss jamaica <laughs> because you were traveling mm-hmm. so you get familiarized with both places mm-hmm. so what would you say to somebody who is watching who want to migrate from their country not just say jamaica because mm-hmm. it's not just people from jamaica is watching you right now so what would what advice would you give to somebody who is looking to migrate to the US? Well that's a broad that's a broad question but I would say it's it's a personal thing. It's a personal thing. So it all depends because everyone is not the same. And um so it it would be a personal thing and it would depends on what that person is looking for. So that's a broad question. 
So I think that would be personal to each person. Now, what would you say to somebody who is coming just from your experience mm -hmm. coming into the country, the struggles that you have been through, through that struggle, what you've been through coming in, coming here? What would you, from your experience, what would you share with them? I'm thinking, I'm sorry. Um, if a person wants to come, if they're if they know what's there if they know what they're about, I don't think it's hard because once you know what you're about, I know what I want I, wa I wanted to do, except for the beginning that I had to start over because I start um cleaning the office, then I went to another place where and and it was like, it didn't take me long because I came here 2000. I, I decided to live here the end of 2009. And my life was basically back together by, 2009, by 2012. Because when I, when I started working and I was going to, um, I was going to, the place is MCDI at the time. And a lady was like, you don't belong here. And I said, what? And she said, you're so smart. You don't belong here. So she was the one who encouraged me in the beginning to go to STCC. And then I started there and then I got a, a job and then I was back to manager again. So it's, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't really that hard for me to go back up the ladder. So, so, so that's why I said everyone, everyone journey is totally so, different. So basically because you work hard. So one of the thing I would say, when you come to this country, mm -hmm. you have to know what you want and you got to work hard for it. Yeah. It's not just saying, oh, I need this and I need a fast route. There's no fast route. There's no fast road. The fast road that you're going to think about is not straight. The fast road lead to destruction. So you have to take, take it easy. Know what you want and work hard for what you want. Yes, really, because when I started, why why I get back in so fast? I was going to college. I go to college in the days. I go to college from eight in the morning to twelve in the uh, um twelve o'clock, and um my shift at work was twelve to eight. So most days I was late for work because I leave class like ten minutes to twelve twelve o'clock sometimes. And by the time I leave class and get to work, I had to drive 30 minutes because I was working all the way in Northampton at the time. So I was leaving work, leaving class at 12, go to work, work from 12 to 8 at night and um, come back home. At that point, I, I was a single mom because I had my two girls with me and um, I didn't I didn't remarry or anything like that. So I had my two girls and I was a single mom at the time going to college full-time, working full-time. So um, I used to go to work. When I get home back, sometimes I get home late at night mm -hmm. because by the time I leave work and wrap up with whatever, drive back home, sometimes I reach back home 10, 11 o'clock at night. Wow. Yes, but my girls, most times when I get home, they were asleep. And that's the time I'll prep, like, prep, food and stuff so you know it's, it's it wasn't easy like working to work my way back in it was really hard but I was focused because I know what I wanted so it was I went through it like a breeze people think it was easy it wasn't easy but I was determined for what I want I was most nights I fell asleep with my books on my on my stomach so my books on my bed 
my bed was books all over. So it was me, my bed, and my books. So it's not like it was easy. I may say it and you think it came in easy. It was not easy. It was a lot of work. Hard work and determination. Yeah. And I did that for like five years because I only took five years to go, go straight from my associate to master's. Five years. Most people take five years to get a bachelor's. I took five years to get do everything and get my master's. What was that like? It was hard because I was doing like 16, 16 credits per semester, sometimes 17, 15 to 17 because I wanted to finish on time. So I, I was doing, it was very challenging. Very. What would you say to somebody who listening to you right now and would want to do the same thing? They just have to be determined. They have to be determination. That's what holds determination. Um, I remember some nights what keep me going, like when I was tired, sometimes I feel like give up. Um, there was a little quote I learned back from Jamaica. I used to recite that regularly by myself at nights, one o'clock, two o'clock at nights, because my bedtime was one o'clock, two o'clock, because by the time I get home, finish studying assignments and stuff, that's the time I go to bed. And I used to repeat this very, uh, very much. I used to repeat, heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by a sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were tiling upward through the night. And I used to say that almost every night. That was my prayer wow. when I was tired. Yeah. Wow. That was my prayer. Almost every night. Almost. Not every night, but almost. Mm -hmm. That was what, I, what kept me going. And I mean, I'm finished and I'm proud of myself what I went through. Praise yeah. God. Praise amen. God. Praise yes, God. Amen. God has taken you through the ups and the downs. Yes, he has. And he has never failed. Never. Never failed me. So, God is the main source. Whatever it is. Food. Sleep. Clothes. Work. You can't do it without God. Because only God and God alone can carry you through. Yes. Thank you for coming. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for supporting the channel. Also. You're and um, I hope for you to guide, continue guide young minds and to teach them you know about God because I know I'm sometimes mm -hmm. I know sometimes it's it is it, it's, it's struggling sometimes probably uh, lecturing and I want to tell people about God how is that for you I've never brought I've never brought that in the classroom I'm not sure if they would want me to because um I I'm not doing um is not Christian it's not a Christian college and I'm not doing Christian education, so I'm not sure if they would want me to bring that in. But I've I've never I've never I've never pushed that on the student because you know here they are kind of funny with all the way they do things in America totally different. So I've never brought it um, in the classroom. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Please, you're done. Please look it over before you, if it's not...